0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Stock Bros Podcast. It's been a while since I filmed an episode. Life has been insane. Moving, had a baby, uh, crazy busy at work, and I've been working on some new Udemy courses. I have a more intermediate investing course coming out. I kind of call it the year one investor. It picks up where the beginning investor leaves off after year one and all the things we learned from year one and how to improve your portfolio after that and the things that you should know going forward. So I'm really excited about releasing that soon. I've been working really hard on that, working on a lot of different projects and I'm really thankful for all the support from all my listeners and everyone else. It's been a great help. So today, I wanted to talk about Tesla. Tesla's the hot stock right now. A lot of people are talking about Tesla. And I kind of wanted to piggyback on where I left off a year ago when I filmed an episode about Tesla's valuation. So before we get started, please remember to subscribe. Helps me out a lot. Leave a review if you can. That really helps me out a lot as well. And also check out my links, which I just talked about my new course on Udemy that will be out soon. My original course, Financial Literacy Investing 101, check that out in the link description for this video or or podcast, however you're listening. And also, I have a link for Acorns to get $5 when you start with my link, you get it instantly invested. Acorns is a great app if you're just starting out and new to investing, or you want to set up an account for your kid, all the portfolios are pre-built, it rounds up all your purchases to the nearest dollar, uh, and invests your spare change, and you can also set up auto investments as well. You can do it every day, once a week, twice a week, once a month, every other week, however you want to set it up. You just set it on auto. You don't even have to open the app, you can check back in a couple years, and boom, you got a all kinds of money in there <laughs> i've been using it for about a year and a half now and i have about five thousand dollars in there for my son so it's been going really well so anyways let's get into tesla now i haven't prepared a lot for this usually i i do a pretty in-depth and uh, review of what i'm going to talk about and i'll write out some key talking points today i'm just going to kind of go on a whim i've been traveling So I haven't had a whole lot of time to do that. But I have been paying pretty close attention to what's been happening to Tesla lately. And I want to go over some things. Like I said, last year, actually almost exactly a year ago today, I filmed an episode about Tesla. Is it overvalued? Is it undervalued? So this was about March 2020. We were reviewing Tesla's earning reports back then. Tesla was actually kind of struggling at that point because a lot of their net revenue, they only had about $400 million in net revenue, which seems like a lot, but it's really not because their profit margin for that quarter was very small. It was about 4%. And what happened was at that time, they made a large investment in Bitcoin and they sold it off right before the earning reports. And they made about a hundred plus million dollars off of that Bitcoin sale. <clears throat> so a hundred million out of that four hundred million was from Bitcoin sale. So I was like, this is a little concerning that they went this route to essentially fudge the earning reports for that quarter to make it appear that they had more income than they really did. When a lot of that was just Selling off Bitcoin assets and you can't count on that every single month as revenue or every single quarter as revenue So I was a little concerned their solar sales were way down their car sales were a little stagnant They didn't they weren't seeing huge growth like people thought they would so fast forward a year later I Predicted that the stock was overvalued it was probably gonna level out at some point and come back down to reality a little bit And I was wrong. (laughs) I took the loss on that. I admit it. And what happened was, like I talked about in that video, was the Elon Musk factor. In that that year, their sales absolutely skyrocketed. And I really can't deny that. I want to talk about their earnings real quick before we talk about some of the stories that happened over that past year. In March of 2021... Like I said, their net income was about $400 million. They had $10 billion in revenue, but only $400 million in net income. So I was like, these are very, very small profit margins, 4%. It's not very good. Well, the next quarter of that year, they were at a profit margin of about 10%. They doubled it with a $1.1 billion net income. 12 million in revenue. So I was like, all right, wow, that was surprising. The next quarter, 1.6 billion in net income, almost 14 billion in revenue, and 11.7% in profit margin. So I was like, wow, okay, wow, two quarters in a row. <clears throat> well, the next quarter, 2.4 billion in net income and a profit margin of 13.1. So I got to say, very impressive. They beat their expectations every single quarter for the last five quarters now. And I was definitely wrong. I did not see that coming, that they're going to keep selling cars. And the main reason was because of the massive amount of supply shortages for car chips, for the lithium ion and the battery Uh, resources needed, there was huge shortages all around the world for the key materials in the rechargeable batteries for EVs. And even Elon Musk himself was tweeting about that. And I also was thinking that because of the long lead times, people were pre-ordering Teslas and not getting them for three, six, nine months. I mean, the lead times were insane. Long lead times, Expensive pricing, I mean, uh, average EV car from te- – or the cheapest model from Tesla, I believe, is the Model 3. It's about $40,000 right now. And it's actually gone up and up and up over the last year. And even sales have gone up and up even with the prices going up. So that kind of surprised me with the, the supply chain shortage, the work, lack of workforce and the workforce uh, shortage – and the rising wages as well over the past year. Um, I also the um, the the chip shortage as well that we've seen huge chip shortages, and that's why a lot of used car sales are going or used car prices are skyrocketing. And the other thing is, over the past year, JD Power and Associates and other prominent auto, automotive magazines and publications have rated Tesla as one of the least reliable cars in the United States. Actually, I think it was the number one least reliable car in the United States. Uh, They've had a lot of recalls, a lot of problems, very expensive. The price keeps going up, but yet sales keep going up and up and up and up. So it's pretty amazing, I have to say. I underestimated the severity of the supply chain, uh, the lack of resources, the increase in worker pay. And really, I think the the key factor is people really believe in Elon Musk. So I have a Facebook group that I'm an admin for, and we have about 50,000 members. And a lot of you that listen to the podcast are in that group. And we took a poll, I think it was about last month, I took a poll on whether or not people own Tesla solely because they believe in Elon Musk. And about 80% of people that answered the poll said yes, they believe in Elon Musk and that's really the only reason or the main reason they own Tesla stock. So that's a little concerning for me because what if he leaves? Are we going to see a huge drop in the price? I don't know. Um, It's all speculation. I don't know how long he plans to be there, how long he plans to be involved. But we'll see where that goes. And I think the other thing with Tesla... Is even though their sales are skyrocketing, let's be honest, the average American is making thirty dollars to $40,000 a year, even still in 2022. The, I believe the average salary in the U.S. is about forty six dollars to $55,000. So if you're going to buy a Tesla for $40,000 and you're making about $45,000 to $50,000, that's with the insurance of a Tesla as well. You're looking at over four or $500 a month to buy a vehicle like that. And let's be honest, it's probably going to be more about six, $700 a month. A good rule of thumb is you shouldn't spend more than 10% of your income on a vehicle or on transportation per year. So if you're making or $50,000 a year, you shouldn't spend more than about $5,000 a year on transportation. And if you're buying a Tesla at $40,000 a year, you're going to be paying about $500 a month for the car and insurance, probably more than that. Let's be conservative and say $500 a month. That's about $6,000 a year. So you have to make about $60,000 a year to be able to really afford that type of car and that lifestyle. And then you're taking in the rising cost of rent and housing, the rising cost of living and groceries and gas and food and whatnot, even energy costs. Even though you're not going to pay for gas with a Tesla, you still have to pay for energy costs if you're going to have the the battery power unit installed at your house. Uh, so those are all things to consider as well. So I think if Tesla can find a way over the next couple years, obviously right now everything is increasing. Uh, the cost of everything is going up. The cost to find the materials to make these batteries is going up. So over the next couple of years, if we start to see inflation go down and Tesla can find a way to drop the overall price of these vehicles, five, $10,000 to get them down to say thirty thirty five thousand $35,000 for a car like this. I think the sky's the limit. Honestly, I really do. Cause now the average American that's making about fifty thousand dollars a year can actually afford the disposable income for a vehicle like this. They can upgrade and pay five, 000, six thousand dollars a year, uh, or even you know if it was at thirty thousand dollars, you can afford to pay three to four thousand dollars a year for a vehicle. Now, now that's actually something that makes sense. Uh, you, honestly, you never want to spend more than ten percent of your income annually on a vehicle or transportation. It just doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. So that's why I really believe if they can knock that down, $10,000, now you're gonna see a huge increase in the sales and Tesla's are gonna be a lot more mainstream if that happens. So, uh, you know, I was wrong last year. I took the loss on that one. I didn't think they were gonna fail, but I thought they were gonna flatline. And they've done nothing but prove me wrong every single quarter. And uh, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I have to come out and take that loss and admit it. And uh, the other other thing that is looking bright about Tesla is their P.E. ratio back then, and their price to book value was sky high. We're looking at a P.E. ratio over a thousand. Now, because they've actually had a significant increase in revenue over the last four or five quarters, their P.E. ratio is far more reasonable. It's under, slightly under 200 right now, still high for the auto industry average. But if they keep increasing revenue like they have been or even half of what they have been, that P.E. ratio is going to keep coming down. And now this is going to look more and more like a value stock. So I think you know if you're going to invest in something like Tesla right now, and you're going to hold it over a five-year period, you're probably going to do pretty well over those five years. You'll probably match companies like Apple or Google or Microsoft. You'll probably be on par with those type of companies. And in my opinion, Tesla still is the number one EV stock to hold if you are really set on investing in EV. So once again, I appreciate all the support. Appreciate the listeners. Please remember to subscribe, leave a review, please. Huge help. And also, once again, check out my links as well in the podcast description. So thanks. Uh, I will be making more podcasts on a frequent basis going forward. And uh, thanks a lot. Thanks for listening.